0: Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.
1: Welcome to episode number 110 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media, presented to you by a good friends over at SeatGeek. And look who bought a mirror That'd be I'm Tampa just, Bay yeah. Rays pitcher Tyler Glass. Now, oh, I am so happy. John Boy Media didn't send that to you just so we couldn't didn't have now, to stare at a, a thing? blank wall. Did we? Do
2: people use it. No, I'm at a different location now. That's why. Every time you, every time we do this, I'm in somewhere new. I was in what? Port Charlotte last time, or where was I last time? I don't remember. No, I
1: think it was season here. Was un- I think the season was underway, wasn't it? I think
2: so.
1: No, oh, I was. Wow. I was in.
2: I was in Tampa last time. <clears throat> well,
1: you don't have to give me like a, a cross street or anything. But where are you now? I'm in St. Pete now. I signed a lease for a
2: season, so I'm like ten minutes away from the field. I thought we were house hunting. Well, no, I mean, I yeah, I'm still looking, I guess. But until something like magical comes up, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pull the trigger. And so I just needed a place for season, and this was,
1: this was it. Okay, so this looks one. This looks very nice where we are. It's, it's, it's,
2: yeah, it's nice. It's cool. The guy who owns it did. Uh, does a good job so I just did like a it's like a three-month lease and a month to month you know so I can get out if anything happens I don't know but it's been fun so far it's on the water it's great it's a fun time and you have people over and it's it's been a it's been a ball. Is it a good good party house? Yeah I haven't really had any parties I mean people over and stuff and I think maybe maybe for Cinco de Mayo i will do something or something like that but um, it's fun yeah it's a good house to host people and i guess it's like with a pool and outside it's it's fun
1: i like that okay you need that for season you need all right is the family because i know i know the Glassnow family is very very tight you know mom and dad i know they live in arizona ted and carly your brother and sister-in-law live out in beautiful santa barbara but will they be coming and joining you at some point
2: they carly and ted are coming july 1st my parents were here earlier uh what like a month ago so we all hung out for like a couple days they were here for quite a bit and then they might not come back till the end of the season but ted and carly will come in july july 1st
1: they're good partiers at ted and
2: carly yeah they are it's a fun time so oh, it's yeah. cool especially to be on the on the aisle like having a lot of time
1: it's nice having them here and i'm able to do more stuff i know and you told me right before we got started where are your parents about to go
2: they're going to year they're doing like some cruise uh, they're going to go to Europe and they're doing a cruise like two weeks long and they're going to see all their friends out in like, I think one of their friends lives in like Sweden and like, it's crazy. They're just doing this whole like month, six week vacation. So they're like, they're having a, a good old time. I'm, I'm excited for them. Good
1: for them, man. I I, I'm not so, have you ever done a cruise? I've
2: done like four. <laughs> I kind of sneaky like it. <laughs> Do you really? It's like, it, it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's like a safe haven. It's just like, it's, fake fun, but it's fun. It's just like you hang out and relax. If you're with a good group of people, it's a good time. It's a little like with all the food and all the, it's a little crazy, but I do enjoy it. It's fun. If you have, like I said, I got a fun group of people going. It's like, you can have fun doing anything with a fun group of people.
1: Okay. So I've, for years, Michelle has tried to convince me to go on a cruise and I just don't think I could do it. I don't do well on boats and people are like, well, you don't feel anything. And then I see these horrific videos of like some of these cruise liners just going like this in the ocean i'm like oh my yeah. god they will have to rescue me by a helicopter i cannot take it
2: i think you'd be fine it's not that bad even when it gets but you're on like a huge you're on like a city of a ship it's not you don't really feel like the seasickness but take a drum you'll be all right it's worth it for all the other days like and then it's too it's just nice a way to see a lot of places for a short amount of time. Like it's almost like a like an appetizer to a vacation you really want to take. Like if you're curious about like the Greek islands or something, you can go on a cruise, go to all the Greek islands be like, I really like this place. If you want to go to like a Mexico cruise, you see all the different spots and you jump around, and you're like, this place I'd like to stay longer. And you can like figure out, you know what I mean? The ones you hate, you can be like, oh, I'm not going back there. So it's like not really a real like traveling vacation, but you still get to get like a, an idea of where you'd like to go.
1: And also the food is so salty. That's not good for me.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can get some low salt food. You can, you can ask for the salt back. Why not? The food is actually, it depends what like cruise line stuff you go on, but it's like pretty, it's pretty good. And if you have the self-control, you
1: can eat healthy. It's like
2: millions. Wait a second. Stop. What
1: is, what about this body says self-control? I don't know. Maybe
2: you can, maybe just, you choose to eat other stuff.
1: I just, I just had this discussion with Michelle. I was like, listen, I am working out too much for me to be this fat right now. I, I need help in the food area. I wish I had your discipline and the, like, you're the worst person to talk to right now. I love you. You're a great <laughs> dude. You're the worst person. Cause you're so disciplined with everything you do.
2: Certain things. Like it, that's the funny thing. It's like, I'll be disciplined. Like I have days where I'm like, I'm going to eat a lot of pizza, but like, I also too, like if you had, to, if this was your job, like you're disciplined in things that you have to do to be successful at your job because you have to be, you have to do them for me, like diet and stuff is like directly correlated to recovery. So if I don't eat well and I don't feel well, it's like, you're, I'm an idiot. Like I have to figure out ways. Cause I get it translates for me. My diet leads to me feeling good if I'm not inflamed, but other stuff that's not like really necessarily important to my job. I'm a lazy, lazy, lazy person.
1: <laughs> okay. What are you lazy with? What What's like, do you get your bills done on time? Um, Yeah. I I get, or like sometimes maybe Uh, like emailing people back.
2: I'm not good at that. Not, not, I never check my email and it's like, I have, I like certain things like that or what else? Like just keeping busy time. Like I'll go do my workout. I'll do my rehab or whatever. Say I'm in season. I'll do all that. I'll get the game done. and I'll come home and instead of like figuring out like something to do, I just sit on the couch and just look at my phone <laughs> certain things like that
1: everybody does that though that's right where but... we are in society i mean what, what are you supposed yeah. to do go take 16 mile walks in the go Tampa fishing, St. Pete area or go, yeah something like that maybe not go fishing. you are not a fisherman stop right now i'm that not and
2: that's, i suck at it but i try i throw lures out there i just never catch anything
1: do you go i don't know teammates? what i'm
2: doing too no i mean i have my dock out here so i just go oh. throw a line and like I've been on like a like a deep sea one or whatever they'll come up I have a friend who has a boat here so he'll like come pick you up and you'll go do like the four hour thing and all that stuff I think I am trying to get better I'm getting my like boating license and there's this company in Tampa that does like boat rentals so I'm just gonna be able to I'm gonna do that a lot now just the days I'm bored I'm just gonna go get a boat for four hours and
1: just putz around do you have a captain's hat I don't, but I should buy one. <laughs> you need one. It's got to say it's got to say glass on there. It's just something. There you good. go. Yeah. Maybe we I'll, can I'll get one. Out. You know what? It'll be our treat. <laughs> I'll have Robbie. Do you think do you think the boss would approve uh, us sending a captain's hat that says glass? Maybe Absolutely. a little rose, little rose rotation logo Ooh. on the side?
0: Yeah, Subtleties. of course. Yeah, yeah. Very I'll get nice. Sam right on it. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it down there for your stat.
1: Robbie, don't That's give me tight. this bullshit. You better get Sam on this. Don't just I, do it to appease me. For the I episode. will.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll message her right now.
1: Check your email. Don't yeah. be like me. Do it. Don't worry. <laughs> Sam is the best in the biz. She will definitely be on this. She is uh, That's cool. terrific. Okay. Shout so out. how, where are we? How are we feeling? Good.
2: Uh, ankle feels really good. It's starting to like, it's pretty much fully ready to go. I don't think about it anymore. I'm back to being able to do what I want. And then my arm. Feels really good too. I'm at like 90 feet, throwing four times a week. I don't know when I get on a mountain. I think in like a month. But for the most part, everything is 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 going real well. I'm doing that. I don't know if I talked about it before, but like I did this whole like weird extensive testing thing and like lectins and blood. It's like a food sensitivity test thing. So I'm like trying to find a way where I just like beat inflammation. Like I just never feel bad. And I'm and I understand like that's probably not realistic, but I've been like doing this diet that sucks, but like, I can still get a lot of calories on it. And I've been feeling like amazing since I've been doing it. Maybe it's placebo, maybe it's not. So I feel my recovery has been great though. Like I haven't been sore any days. Like I go out and throw every day and I feel good. So I'm, I'm trying to like, not make the process go faster, but I want to like, feel good all the time.
1: So looking ahead, if it's going to be another month before you get on a mound, what is the timetable once you set foot on a mound to be able to throw a pitch as a major leaguer? I, I'm not even familiar with it.
2: uh i'm I'm not either. I honestly i'm I'm like I don't even look at my months ahead. Like I might know for like even I don't really know when I'm going to be on a mound. I don't know when I'm going to be in a game. Like I just try to take it. I'm like, I know I have 90 feet this next week. I'll throw four times a week, and that's all as far as I usually go. Well, oh, actually, no, it's, that's a lie. And then the following week, I go to 105. So I know that I get another step up after this upcoming week. So that's like as far as I've I've looked. But I actually have it in an email that I don't check. I'll I'll forward you my my progression, and you'll see like my whole, my
1: everything. I'm curious about your shitty diet that you're on.
2: It sucks, dude. Maybe I can, maybe you can put it. I'll, I'll send you here. I'll, that's what I'll do right now. Do you got your phone on you?
1: I sure do. <clears throat> are you, you going to text it to me?
2: Yeah, it's like a picture. So the green, the green list is the things that I can have, like whatever of, like that. This is what I want. The bulk of my, my diet is it like celery? System. Like you can eat no, 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 you no, can no, no as
1: much no. celery as you want. Like fuck that. No. I'm sorry. I know I could eat as much celery as I want. This is and to avoid as much celery as you want because it True. tastes like dirt.
2: There is. I think celery is actually on my list. I'm not supposed to. I'll, I'll send it to you. Hold on. But um, I also too like I I did this. I got this like two years ago and follow it when I wouldn't feel good. Like when I had like extended period of times where I like feel like I wasn't recovering well. And, uh, though foods are pretty limited. So I ended up just getting like, especially this year, I got like a guy to come over every Monday and he like does a seven, like he makes like 12 meals and just leaves them in my fridge. And it's like all this stuff and he's amazing.
1: Yo, that it's, arbitration like, money is good.
2: <laughs> it's really not that expensive either. It's kind of shocking. Um,
1: hold on. Here we go.
2: That's the green one. I'll send you the, the yellows coming your way.
1: Wait a second. So this, these are core foods that you're allowed to eat.
2: Yeah. Those are the ones that are like, you go ahead and eat all, all
1: those, all the ones you want.
2: Oh, and good. then the yellow is like milk. limit I'm those the milk guy. Right? All right. But red is like, look at my red list of stuff. I can't eat. This is stuff now, I is- wouldn't do this if I didn't have like availability to like have all the ca- Cause my biggest fear is like not getting enough calories, but I'm eating like, stupid amount of food right now so wait
1: a second you can't eat chicken
2: no it's bad they do it like specific to your blood like they do it, it was like this whole thing i went through and they do like a whole series of stuff and i know there's like kind of like conflicting views on like food sensitivity but it's like lectin and like there's a whole bunch of things i clearly don't even understand it but when i do it i feel
1: great so that's all oh my I know. god you can't have cornish hen what are you gonna oh, do
2: no no it's on yellow i thought cornish hen was allowed or is it not cornish hen
1: <laughs> is in red cornish wow hen in red. i might quit now <laughs> so yellow is the neutral food so what does that mean Etch, it's like leg. it's like
2: you can eat it but just don't make a habit out of it like if it's like you can have it's like what
1: lamb and like eggs it's like don't eat 12 eggs every day What the hell is bullhead? I don't know. I don't eat it. (laughs) Robbie, look up what bullhead is. I've never heard of that in my life. That's got to be some sort of redneck food that I'm just not familiar with. Maybe. Man, this is... It's a weird list. It really is. But it works. And, I mean, have you... It's strictly an inflammation thing. Like you haven't lost weight or anything. No,
2: no. I've gained like two pounds. I'm trying to eat a lot more too now. And like, I'm able to like do more stuff just because I'm not on a five day like recovery all the time. Um, But my weight has been good. It's gone up two pounds. And that was my biggest fear going in. But as long as I don't lose weight, I don't care. If I start losing weight, I'd be like, all right, I need to mix a chicken in or like mix some beef in, but (laughs) it's, it works. It's a lot of fish too. And I think too, it it just, I don't know. I feel good. Maybe it's placebo. Maybe it's not, but it's been about, it's been like two and a half weeks.
1: Listen, I could eat fish all the time. I I, I love fish. Me too. Problem is, you know, I've got a 16 year old who's got the palate of a six year old. Right. I mean, everyone does you know. We don't want to be making two or three dinners every night. It's that shit gets old. I know. I
0: know. Hey, baseball fans, slide into stacks of cash this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn small bet into a big payday during MLB season? With DraftKings' same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many bases will be stolen, total runs, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSE, bet just $5, and get $150 in free bets no matter what happens on the field. That's promo code ROSE at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademark used with permission.
1: We are taping this as your team starts a West Coast swing. I think they go Oakland, Seattle, LA, something like that. Are you going to be able to stay up at night and watch all the games? I'll try. I might fall asleep in the middle of them, but I've been going to
2: bed pretty early because our rehabs are relatively early. When the team's on the road, we can come in later, but like what, tomorrow's 9.30 start. And I get there before to do like contrast and like hot tub. So I wake up at like 8, 8.30. So what what would it be if the like, game starts at ten oh five right? Yeah, I'd stay up. Yeah, as long as I get like not eight nine hours of sleep, I'll go to bed at like eleven thirty. I can do that. I'll watch a little bit of
1: the game. Now, when you watch, what it what is it like? Uh, kind of the
2: same as when you watch. I'm
1: sure. <laughs> <It's>, I, but <laughs> is it is it really? Because I mean, I'm really I'm motherfucking the TV. Oh I mean, no, not TV. I'm not doing that.
2: I'm I guess I'm. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of sort of just like an observer. I don't feel like I'm in the driver's seat really. So I can kind of just look back and and I think too, watching baseball and being a part of a team for so long, like when they do have a bad game, I notice that I'm much more like, it's fine. Compared to most people Or like my mom or dad texts me just like not a good game. And I'm like, yeah, but we got like 140 left. Like I've seen this last year, our best year, as far as wins goes, like you have good games, you have bad games. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, if the team's not playing well, like I, I'm like, damn, it sucks. And, like, it sucks that I can't be there, like, helping or even being there in person. But for the most part, like, I've got a lot of confidence in the team. I know they're a really good team still. And I think as we start to get guys back that are injured and stuff, we're just
1: going to get better and better. Okay. I, you don't sit there and, like, try and think through – I don't even know who's starting tonight. I didn't look. But you won't Who's at Raz? Huh? Is it maybe raz oh is he up
2: maybe because mac threw the other day raz and uh, mac dude big uh big shorten the name
1: guy <laughs> <laughs> that's fine let's see here uh, raz we... bam knew it yeah
2: he's thrown and he's gross so it's gonna be a good but game to watch will you will you think through with, along with him at home at home i a lot of times especially when I'm in the dugout like I'm always like trying to figure i'm like what would you throw her like we always kind of do that in the dugout and my ratios are pretty good. Like, especially when it's obvious and thing is too, like me and Raz are power arms that we throw differently and have different pitches and stuff. So we'll go about hitters differently, but there are some times where there's glaring holes in a hitter, like just took a really bad swing or was just like completely fooled on like a curveball. And I'll be like, yeah, like double it up again, throw it lower. And a lot of times like guys will match up and it'll work, but sometimes guys won't and they'll make, and they'll strike a guy out. And it's like, hmm. it's kind of just, however, if you execute a pitch, and like no matter what it is, and if you throw it well and you throw it where you want, like chances are something good's going to happen. So,
1: which of the three cities that are on this road trip—Oakland, because you stay in the Bay Area; nobody stays in Oakland, uh, mm-hmm. Seattle, San Berkeley. Or... Oh, that's a cool area. Yeah, that's awesome. It was really cool. Or L.A. Which of the three cities are you going to miss most, not visiting? Uh, I, th- I mean, maybe L.A. Just because I haven't been back, and I'm like kind of from that area. Um,
2: I'm Oakland's hotel suite. I'll miss that. They each got their own little thing. I'll miss about them. But where'd you say it was Oakland, LA and what? Seattle. Everybody loves I've never Seattle. been to Seattle. So I really want to go there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Never been. How would, how have you never been to Seattle? It's never lined up. Like I've never somehow, I think I've been like injured or just not something just hasn't lined up. Never been. I want to go. When
1: year did you get traded? 2018? Where
2: well, I was go later in the season and then I had the arm injury. And nineteen, and then I'd be dealing with the same injury to twenty and twenty-one, and then I fixed it and got Tommy (laughs) John. So now I'll be able to go, and now we play every team once, so that's cool.
1: Man, what a bummer! This is a great city. God, you fit right in in Seattle too. Actually, that,
2: is that a is that an insult?
1: No, it, it's <laughs> great. Kidding. I love that city. I mean, It is awesome. It's a huge city, but everybody would live there if it didn't rain as so I know,
2: and I heard in the summer months, like talking to on or team, everyone who comes from there says it's amazing in the summer months. Like it's just the most beautiful place ever. And what's yeah. that movie too with Keith Ledger? I've seen that. It looks awesome. It they filmed that there.
1: It's a, it's a great, great city. The problem is, if you are on the Mariners. Your travel, sucks. yeah, I know, I know. Oh my god, the lo- the closest flight is two hours to Oakland. That would suck. And, you and the flying
2: to- in season is uh, not, though. It's horrible. the worst. You're already like, ugh, and then you fly and you get off the flight and you're like, what? I gotta play tomorrow. Like,
1: <laughs> it's tough. Oh, it's brutal. God, you probably don't miss that part of it all. Being exhausted, walking into a hotel at three thirty in the morning.
2: No, I miss that like the most. That's the coolest part. You always remember the things that suck the most with your friends.
1: Like look back to all the things you did when you were like
2: the most memorable times in your life or like I look back at like shitty football practice or something where it was like all of my friends were going through some sh- shitty situation together and it doesn't seem that cool in the moment. But when you look back, it's like, wow, you like remember all the it's just fun and you get back with them and all you do is, is reminisce and tell stories about how shitty that time was. So like that stuff is. I will end up missing that the most, but like the traveling is, I think the, the most fun, the coolest part about baseball, like getting on the flight, especially after a win, like a happy flight and just like bullshitting and playing cards with all the guys on the on the flight. It's fun. Are you a card player? I don't picture you as a card player. Sometimes I'll go all here and there. And like, if you start the game on the flight, you have to finish it. So I'll have some fights where I'm on it um,
1: here if they need a guy to play, but not, not really. I kind of like to do my own thing on flights. What's the... Uh... What's the game of the day? Is it is it usually poker up there? It's something? dealer's choice.
2: So you have like say you have five or six guys playing. You you go around deal five six hands, and then the pot will get taken or whatever. And then the guy who gets the dealer, who's now the dealer, chooses the game. So it's like aces and little ones and three five seven or like whatever. Poker to hold them a lot. So yeah. Who's the uh, who's the best card player on the team? I don't know. It fluctuates. I'd say when Sogard was here with us, he was nasty. I heard he was like really good. Kittredge is good. Zanino and KK play like it, it. It honestly depends. Like it's always no one person always wins, which is probably why they play all the time. But I do remember when Eric was was on the team. He was a he was a shark.
1: And so they have these these big tables, right? Like the- they're on the
2: flight. Yeah, they like two two seats face each other, and then two guys will stand and one guy will be like across the aisle.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Sounds it's fun. Nice. It's very fun.
1: Yeah. Um, You guys had an awesome walk-off win against the Boston Red Sox. It was an amazing game because there was a no-hitter that you guys had thrown through nine innings. Yeah. And then, you know, they got the rule with the runner on second, and Boston takes the lead, and then Kiermaier hits the walk-off. Yeah. And I was watching it live. His reaction where he fires the helmet down between first and second is unlike anything (laughs) I had ever seen.
2: I know. That's some genuine emotion. Like, it's because his first walk-off homer, too, and he even said it, like, he'd been dreaming of doing it. So he finally did it, and it was just, like, all of the years. Of like, finally, like, he just – he had a walk-off. It's awesome. And it's cool. That's a, that's a guy, too, when you see him – obviously, you want all your teammates to do really well, but I'm sure most baseball players can, like, get what I'm saying as far as, like, there's certain guys that go up, and when they succeed, you're like, yes. And when they do bad, you're like – you get. You feel for them and I KK just takes on so much responsibility and like wants to win so bad and he's the guy at the end of the game who does like our team meeting and like we just he like remembers everyone who pitched and like show plays and who hit a homer and like so he's just is so invested in the team so when he's the guy who can end up being like the hero of the game it just it feels awesome just even watching him go crazy like that it makes me like very happy for him
1: I was uh, I was thinking he actually had a shot of being traded before this season because there were so few center fielders, true center fielders right. that were available in free agency, and I thought people were like, "Hell yeah, we'll we t- don't we don't care what he hits, you know, he's a Gold mm-hmm. Glove center fielder, and you know, he's a spunky guy and all that sort." Of stuff. I thought for sure he was gone. He's really important though to that team and that community, isn't he?
2: Yeah, for sure. He's been the longest tenured player and he does a lot like I said after the game with the stuff and I think that I'm sure the front office knew that and like Eric and and I mean you can't I mean you have to kind of shop around and I'm sure if they got an awesome deal they probably would have taken it I don't I don't know but that's just what you have to do if you're a GM and it just maybe nothing was worth it and they knew how important he
1: was so it was just it made more sense to keep him and he's getting hot right now too which is which is awesome. That is good. Mm Wander Franco had a hell of a first month didn't he? That kid is amazing. (laughs) He is so good. Like, it's very like, I feel like the differences in like, you
2: watch a guy and then you're like, Oh, like there, he's really good. Like that guy's really good. And that guy's not so good. This guy's really good. But when I watch Wander for some reason, I'm like, he's just different. Like he's just, he just operates differently on the baseball field. It's like he's playing a different game. Like the way he takes, he never gets fooled. I've never seen him out front or late. Like he's just, of course he's not going to hit a thousand, but he does. He never looks dumb. he looks like he's been playing, he's like a 45 year old with a body of a 20 year old that's crazy
1: yeah well you guys are about to face one on your trip i mean trout yeah he just amazes me he his you know some guys when they get no slump like you could really tell like their hacks are bad right they're off balance and i can just yeah. tell this just being an amateur right he's never out of whack dude no I know.
2: He just has that like weird, he like corkscrews on his back. He doesn't do like the lunge for it. Like you said, he's not off balance. It's the same thing. I've never really seen him come out of his approach. And that's probably why he's so good. A lot of the good guys kind of another guy, not because I'm biased to him is like Duffy. I never watch him look bad either. Like when he takes or does anything, it's like, he just like, he knows it's coming. Certain hitters just have that ability. I don't know if it's eye hand or if it's like, they're so stuck in their approach that, they're not, they like go up before and say like, I'm sitting here adjusting off of that or whatever hitters do. I don't know. <laughs> and then they just don't get off of it. But when I do ask a lot of guys in the dugout, cause I have nothing else to do in the game. Like a lot of young guys, you, you can kind of ask like, what was your approach there? What, what were you doing? And I think certain dudes like, Oh, I was today. I was doing this and then, Oh, I was doing that today. And then I thought about this and, then, and it kind of fluctuates, but for the most part, the good ones always just say like, just, trying to stay the same and like their approach really never changes. And like you ask him one month and then three months later and it's kind of the same thing.
1: Yeah. And then you, but back in the day, I remember Cal Ripken junior used to say he used to change his stance like every 10 days right. or something. I guess like
2: uh, I get, yeah, I mean, that's true. I guess too, like approach wise, like knowing what makes you successful and always having like the staples to go back to. And even for that's pitchers him. too, when you're off whack, like I do the same thing when I don't feel good, it's like, okay, well now, I'm now my arm's going this way. Or like, you kind of have to figure out that feel. But I don't know. I think there's like a confidence in certain guys who have had success, and they go, "I know this works," and I'm not going to let like the failure
1: dictate my approach or whatever. Wow. Hey, everybody! I want you to celebrate the start of the 2022 MLB season with the 2022 Tops Series One Baseball NFT collection. It is coming soon to TopsNFTs.com. So you get a chance to showcase your favorite players and teams with this fan favorite set featuring both digitally reimagined tops base series collectibles as well as nft exclusive designs this highly anticipated release includes brand new products such as stars of mlb chrome generation now ultra short print team cube 2.0 and a special 1987 35th anniversary motion set 1987 That was one of the craziest seasons. That's the year the ball was really juiced up and everybody was hitting 30 home runs. Even my Cleveland third baseman, Brooks Jacoby, who didn't hit a ton of home runs, hit like 32 that year. So 1987 is one of my favorite seasons. So officially licensed, Tops NFTs set the stage for an incredible and unforgettable 2022 baseball season. All you have to do visit topsnfts.com for a little more information or you can follow my boy pete moylan who loves this stuff he is all over the tops game so make sure you check it out once again it is tops so there's been some interesting stuff particularly with the new york mets and i don't know how much you have followed it but they lead mm-hmm. the league in getting hit by pitches yeah uh they had the dust up in st louis recently they had one last night with uh, with Philadelphia on Sunday Night Baseball. And I'm just kind of curious where you stand as a as a starting pitcher right now with all this stuff because you're not old school, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know that you respect the game. But, like, where do you stand on having to protect your guys and not having – where are we with this?
2: In terms of what? Like if someone throws at someone on our team? do yeah, like, I mean, do listen, I retaliate like I said, the Mets not?
1: have been hit 20 maybe at least 20 times as a team i don't think anybody else is really close to that number and you can they cut the camera cuts to buck showalter and it's always just yeah and what is
2: it though? like because i remember watching that john boy clip where they talked about before the season starts they're like i bet the mets are going to get hit a lot like i saw that and i it's probably i mean if you look at their lineup is just structured with guys who previously always get hit i don't know if it's intentional and i think too if you're a pitcher on the other team it's not like you're wow, if, like the Mets have been hit a lot, I'm going to start changing what I'm doing. Like a lot of guys make a living off of throwing up and in and like trying to get a guy to back up and like, you know, you kind of have to, if you're going to face a guy three times, you got to give him different looks. So it depends. I think it if it's intentional, like I'm not really a fan of that, but I don't know. Everyone's got their different, different philosophies with it. But I think for the most part, like, I don't know, didn't the Mets, don't they always like that lineup is like led the league. Like March yeah, they've got a lot of guys and, who are yeah, yeah, yeah. all
1: magnets. Yeah. Yeah. They so, I me. Mean, I don't know. Do well,
2: you think it's intentional? Like, do you think guys, are like, oh, it's the Mets and they're good and let's hit them? Like,
1: no, I yeah, I, don't I don't think so. But, you know, I mean, it gets, they've had a couple guys get hit in the head, which is scary shit. That's, yeah, that's, a guy the- that's, yeah,
2: dude. I hit, I hit, uh, I think Cameron Rupp against, he was on the Phillies and I was just in the Pirates and I was just my dome. It's like, I didn't even, I was like, I didn't even feel my feet touch the ground every time I pitched. I was so nervous. And I accidentally, like, I was just flying open, flying open. And I kept running up and in. And I think Nola, too. I almost hit him. And I ended up hitting Cameron Rupp in the head. And I was just like, oh, my God. And they were so angry. And I, I, clearly, it wasn't intentional. Like, I don't hit many people. Um, And I just remember being like, I feel so bad. And I got out of the inning or whatever happened. I think I forgot what ended up happening. I messed up my shoulder, too, that game. But and then after I, like, got his number and I texted him. And I was like, dude, I'm so I didn't intentionally do that he's like man I, I know like you're fine and he was really really nice about it but sometimes you just like that's kind of what comes with the game like it's really hard to throw strikes all the time especially when you're young and when like even the game's getting younger and it's just it's it's tough sometimes like you, you the ball gets away from you you got you hit people
1: so the, the the thing I hear from guys is well if he doesn't know how to pitch inside he shouldn't right. be pitching inside how do you learn to pitch inside
2: you, you have to keep doing it. That's the funniest thing. It's like, stop doing it then. But it's like, Hey, okay, I can either keep pitching inside and just like, whatever comes with, like, obviously I'm going to try and not hit the guy in the head clearly, but like baseball, you hit people like on accident, not on purpose. I don't think intentional is a good thing, but you have to, th- like, if you're a pitcher who throws inside, you're not going to stop throwing inside because someone doesn't want you to, like, you've got to learn to figure it out, but it's just in your bullpens and then repetition of doing it in games is how you get better at pitching in games so it's the same philosophy of back in the day there used to be back in the day like what 2014 I always remember it was like there was this philosophy of like if a hitter takes a really big swing you gotta throw at him the next pitch it's like certain people that was a big thing like get him uncomfortable in the box and I was always like you think me throwing at a hitter is going to make him stop trying to hit home runs like he has a family to feed it's the same thing here like if i make my living off throwing inside if i've done it single a double a triple a and then i get to the big leagues and i hit a guy on accident i'm not just going to abandon me throwing inside like and then the hitter has every right to get mad but you can't expect a pitcher to just be like oh this is the philosophy that got me to the big leagues that's just i'm going to X N A that and just start throwing heaters outside like that doesn't make any sense and i it's an emotional thing like as a hitter if I was hitting, I'd be pissed too. Like, I don't want to get hit. That shit hurts, but it's just the reality of it. Like that's what comes with the job. Like it's professional baseball. That shit that's going to happen. You know, like that, that's
1: how it is. Did you ever think you were going to get charged in the minor leagues? Like charge the mound against. Yeah.
2: No, I, again, like, I don't really, I didn't, I don't think if you got a, a stat thing up there, I don't know how many, I don't think I hit that many people. Um, obviously it happens here and there, but no, like, and I'm not like that. I'm not like a, I'm going to hit you. Like, I'm just kind of like, I'm going to rather throw strikes and strike you out on three pitches than like, than like be a dick. It's just not that mentality. I think it's dying. And there are some teams and a lot of minor league teams that tried to like keep that going. And it's just, it's fading out. It's just not, not a
1: thing anymore. Were you ever, because sometimes those brawls in the minor leagues, they get yeah, they get ugly. Early. were you ever a part of a team that had one?
2: Yeah, I've been a couple, none that were like really crazy and like, punches thrown but we had a one guy get slid into from a guy and i'm not gonna name any names but it was in high a and uh, the guy who slid into our team actually like ended his career like intentionally ran like slid in and like buckled his knee and it was bad the guy was a dick and and then we got like a pretty heavy bench clearing brawl with the other team and because it got to the point where too it, it like it like messed the dude's career he's like stopped playing after that year he like really messed his knee up so it was like yeah it was kind of shady so that was the only one that was like really really bad but for the most part it's like you run out there and then it's like all right let's we'll go back in the dugout now <laughs> was Brault on your team in, in that one no that was in no Brault came in I think it was a year oh. after that
1: yeah he got traded over from Baltimore yeah
2: in 15 right 14 uh, I don't remember but no, right I do not right around there on team.
1: yeah right around there uh we we now know how many hit by pitches in the big leagues you want to guess by year or just no, in just total. Five, nine. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say nine. You no, know you weren't. Uh, you said five. I was. Yeah,
2: but I was gonna say nine, Chris. <laughs> what uh, what uh, <laughs> what year do I have the most? Is it on the
1: Pirates, Robbie? What what years do you got the most? Uh, I 20, had some shitty
2: mechanics. Twenty seventeen.
1: Ooh. Oh, yeah, in the you bullpen have first four. year. Yeah,
2: just yeah, been trying zero to throw.
0: in the last three years.
1: Pretty
2: good, mm-hmm. right? You start hitting more people. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> well, listen, dude, you do throw like one hundred. I know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not. A, I don't want anyone to like. There's a whole philosophy of make the guy uncomfortable, and I'm like, not to the point where if I hit him, I'm gonna like, kill him. Like, I like, I gotta go inside on some guys, some lefties. I love to go in on, but like, I'm not.
1: I'm not out there trying to hit people. If I got hit by you a hundred in the ribs, would I cry?
2: <sighs> Depends on. I don't know. I've never seen
1: you. How do you you think? Do you think I'm tough, or do you think I? I don't think
2: you'd cry. I think you would (sighs) like, like maybe like. I think, I think it would be. I think you'd have to try really hard not to cry. Like it'd be, you know, when you were a little kid, like (laughs) you try to talk, but if you talk, you'll cry. Maybe, maybe one of those. (laughs) Who knows? Though it might hurt so bad that it numbs up, and you're just like, oh, and you get kind of like nauseous, and. But I don't know. I I don't know. I don't think you'd cry. I think you'd be okay.
1: So I stood in one time. Uh, Clay Buckholz was throwing a bullpen, and he said, okay. "You, you want st- to stand in?" And I was like, "Of course, I want to stand in." He was just—it was a between starts session for him, so he wasn't really ramping it up that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He probably was touching close to ninety. Okay. Um, at that point, just just during his bullpens, but the ball was moving all over the place, and I was like, "This is crazy!" And I didn't have a helmet in on, but Yo, yeah. Well, that's fine. It's
2: clay buckle. He can, he's, he can exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: he, yeah. Can, he can, he can, he could dart it pretty good, but it was just crazy to be able to watch that stuff. And that was, I can't imagine what a hundred looks like.
2: Yeah. And I think each hundred is different as well. Like there's certain guys that, cause I remember hitting, especially in like AAA, I remember facing guys, like a guy would be throwing 98 and I'd look up and be like, Hmm. And then I'd get a sidearm lefty who threw 88. And I was like, that's a thousand. Like, it's so different. Each pitcher, some guys make you really uncomfortable though. And I know I get down the mound pretty far. So it's kind of weird when I'm like, guys get kind of like a lot of people tell me too. They're like, it's weird the way you like, let go of the ball and like your limbs go everywhere. And I've faced guys that get two really long, limmy guys. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, this guy's going to hit me. It just comes out of nowhere and it
1: just doesn't look right. So well, by the time you're done striding, I mean, you're six foot eight and you've got these ridiculously long legs. So you, how far are you from the plate? Fifty-four feet. I don't. I think I
2: have. What is my average? My extension's gone down over the years because my timing's gotten better. And I think I used to be like eight point one feet. So that's what fifty-two feet away. Like I would release at eight one or eight three, but now it's like seven six. I think my extension is. It's like an average of seven four to seven eight or something. The If I'm seven four seven eight, I'm doing well. When it gets past it, I'm all... That's when I start hitting guys
1: in the head. So you're 53 feet from them by the time you're releasing a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I don't want to hit. I don't know.
2: <laughs> hitting is just fun. It's just so hard. I don't know.
1: Have you seen the kid out of Tennessee, Ben Joyce? Yeah, that's He's, crazy. 105 yeah. and a half miles an hour? That's I know. That's crazy.
2: He should, he should tone it down to about I'm, I'm kidding when I say this, but maybe go like 96, 98 until like a two weeks before the draft, and pick it back up to one hundred six, and just
1: see where you can go. <laughs> Are we supposed to believe that? By the way, one hundred five. Yes,
2: of absolutely. Of course, that ball is one hundred five. Like their radar guns aren't; they're not tricking us. Like there's other radar guns for. They have the technology now to know if it's real or not, and that looks about a one hundred five. I think he's certainly throwing that hard.
1: Is there part of you that even though you don't do it for a living anymore, that wants to stand in to see what 105 and a half looks like? Uh
2: I would if the opportunity presented itself. So I don't think I would seek it out, but if I was like on a field, he's like, Well, I'm throwing you wanna step in, I'd be like, Yes, I would love to. And I would try to swing too. That'd be, I want to just see where I'd where I'd stand up. I would strike out in three pitches, but I'd still like to see.
1: You'd have to start yesterday. You'd have to start your swing yesterday. Yeah.
2: And I would also, my hands would hurt so bad. Like I used to do cage work with Pittsburgh and occasion. It'd be what? 90 miles per hour. And I was like, talk about almost wanting to cry, like trying to get my hands through the zone and just get shafted right on my, I was like, this sucks. And it would always be like me and Bralton cool and cool. And I say that already. Oh yeah. And Williams and JMO, we all be in the cage, just getting our shit blown up. And we we're like, Oh my God. But it really does force you to try and get the barrel of the ball. So but yeah, i would Brault, I man Brought's like a 240 hitter brawl is, is good at hitting he is he's very good he can do yeah. it and I, he had a homer right yeah
1: yes he did he in was Colorado. always auto like, he sure as hell did yeah he was always i think the best hitter him and musgrove were good too yeah um that's because yeah. musgrove's built like an offensive lineman
2: I mean, musgrove's I've never a big seen, guy
1: never seen a guy with broader
2: shoulders in the major leagues I know. Something about that, like to McClanahan has really wide shoulders. It's like the wider the shoulders, the harder you throw it's, it's, or so, I don't know for Mac anyway, McClanahan has like really wide. he's Dwight Howard shoulders. Oh my God. Six, one person. It's crazy.
1: Well, Musgrove's had a hell of a year. He's going to good for him. He's going to, I yeah. hope he gets his nine figures and he's a happy camper. Cause he does. Right.
2: It. It's been a story for him too. Like going to San Diego and like, and he's such a, Good person, like yeah, he is so genuine and just yep. so works so hard and like so good to his family and like and then he gets traded to his hometown and throws
1: a no hitter and gets free beers all the time. <laughs> it's free like, coffee—that's his. It's a like
2: it's awesome.
1: the huge yeah. coffee head. Um, so trisha Whitaker, who who covers the Rays, uh posted a really great like photo with um with this young kid who she said she's coming for my job and. Uh, said her two favorite players are you and a wander. And so Trisha asked, well, what would you ask them? Um, what are their tattoos mean? And then for glass now his hair routine. So would you mm-hmm. like to answer for? Connelly?
2: Sure. Uh, for my tattoos, they mean nothing.
1: They just mean stupid. Like
2: I just get them because they're funny. And How many it. do you have? I have one, two, three. Three, or four, they're okay. all dumb. They're all just, they're just like funny ones. But I love them, and they make me. It's like you can like look at them and like, oh, that's What's cool. What's the funniest like 50. one? Got? Uh I mean, this one's stupid. <laughs> and then I have ODB. On whoa, the ba- whoa, 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 whoa! The- Hold on. Did you do time or something? Where'd you get that? I've had this forever. I've had this for like years and years. I got this like five years ago, six years ago. There's been that
1: hurt. I
2: also that's also too I avoid talking about my tattoos because everyone
1: always asks me about them after. Okay, <laughs> I'll do well, it on I one mean, interview. It's young, and... <laughs> it, young Connolly who yeah. my, my
2: tattoos don't really mean anything. Sorry. And then what was the other question?
1: About your hair routine.
2: Oh, it depends. I said this before too. It like if I'm on the road, if I have like my my A plus, like everything's good. I just travel so much that like I don't always have like the things that I, I would like. I found this one. It's a it's like a conditionery thing and it's called oh, what's it called? It's a plug right here for it too perfect some ten. It's like a it sounds like bowling. It's like it's a 10 or something. It's like a it's like a purple and purple bottle. I think it's called it's a 10. And I just do any shampoo, I don't really know what shampoo, and then I put that in and then I use it as a conditioner, and then and then that's all I do. And then I'll and then I'll like maybe tie it in a little man bun to keep it not frizzy, and then maybe put a little. So something like if it gets dry, a little something oily in it, it doesn't really matter what, like sometimes I use hand lotion. If I'm on the road, and I don't have anything like just something. If it's frizzy to there's not like a structure, but if I did have my, my go-to,
1: it was that, that I just told you. This is very complicated. Mm. All right. So your hair, It's. do you blow dry your hair at all ever?
2: No. And it changes. The routine changes depending on what's around me. Like in season on the road, it's, it depends what, what the road club he's got. At home or something. Like I don't like travel with my like things, but if I'm at home, I got it in my I got it in my
1: shower. You don't travel you know? with anything in your little kit when you go on a 10 no. game road trip?
2: No, not usually. No, it's uh, it's always different. I need to maybe stick to a routine, but it's also too. I just like to travel light. I usually take a really small bag on the road. A couple you, pants,
1: a couple shirts. Are you a chatted up in the shower guy or are you an in and out?
2: Depends on the mood. Depends on the topic, depends what happened. Yeah, I'll chat it up sometimes. I'll sit in there and, and talk, and sometimes I'm just in and out.
1: Depends. Okay. Who's the dean of the shower? Somebody's always the, the social chair.
2: Uh, you know who I hmm. I think like Ryan Thompson's always like just anywhere. He's like a he's a good, like, he's a fire starter. Like he's good for conversation. He's a good, like, always got some funny banter going on. Kittridge, very funny. Um, we got a lot of people like that. we got a lot of, like, just dudes that want to have a good time. But Kit well,
1: is, is, like, a – yeah. This might be weird, but how long does it take to get used to showering as, like, a team? Because this is what you do. You guys play 162 games. You hop in the shower. Like, my wife leaves the bathroom when I go take a shower. She's like, I'm out. We're yeah, leaving. <laughs> <laughs> We've been married 25 years. That's probably why she wants to leave. So <laughs> – there you go but uh, how long does it take to get used to well yeah because like most of us that have regular jobs <laughs> yeah we don't take showers with our coworkers. we just don't yeah, you so got man. huh
2: said you're missing out no i don't know it depends um for like two three days i don't know i think okay that's this is a good way to put it when i like out of high school i think most guys out of high school i remember the first thing i th- was thinking about was like one day i was like all right i'm gonna get drafted and i'm gonna go and i'm like kind of flying and being like, what am I gonna, like? What's the shower situation like? Are we going to have like our own units or do I have to go in there with everyone just hanging out, doing whatever they want? And day one, it's like, you just, you go in and you shower. And I think a lot of the high school guys, especially the young dudes, like in college, you do it. It's normal. And like gyms around the world, you do that. Like, that's just like a pretty normal. Um, and I think like the first week, all of the high school guys are always like, this is, uh, this is strange. But then like, you stop thinking about it after a couple of days, like, you don't, it just becomes like, normal and you're not thinking about like i think you're like okay hey, i gotta go shower and then get ready to go do this and then go shower and go and like you're not but i'd say it's probably different for most people but probably not that long i don't think it takes too long
1: okay see everybody all right good yeah everybody's um now filled in on the shower situation the major yeah
2: things. yeah feel free <laughs> to ask me any more shower questions
1: no i think we're good there <laughs> okay. I <think> we're good <laughs> nice uh, were you you, what are you doing with your time? Like, um, because now they're gone for almost two weeks. Yeah. It sucks. Um, uh, I usually go, I go to the beach a lot and then I go lay out like
2: on the pool or do whatever, or, like go swim to the buoy and back like once or twice a day at the In beach. The ocean? beach is here. Yeah. So St. Pete beach is here. So if I'm really bored off the field, I'll just like park my car and then I'll go and swim a little bit and then lay on the beach for like two hours, put on a bunch of sunblock, I've gone through so many bottles of sunblock. It's crazy. And then I'm getting my I got my boating license and then I'm going to do that boat rental thing. So I think that's what I'm going to do when I'm like bored. And then fish out on the thing. Go figure out stuff. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but it's usually from like driving back and forth. I go to Tampa here and there like on the weekends I'll hang out with people who have jobs that can't hang out on the weekday.
1: God, this is it's like this is a big test for you. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it I mean it's no, not like I know you don't because ideal. yeah you've told us that you travel the world by yourself so if there's somebody who can deal with it it's you I think that's yeah it's, I, I mean it's not it
2: definitely too I think the more you're exposed to like uncomfortable boring situations you figure out ways to like how do I not get bored now and like it's good I think it's probably good to sit with yourself a lot but not like I think too much is too much sometimes <laughs> I think like, it's probably good, to, but it's nice. It's a good mix when the team's on the road. I have people around. And then, and, like, I have a crew of rehab guys here. We have like a decent amount of people on the IL and like Boz and like all these dudes are in there. And Wilson's our head of PT, and he's like always a really good time. So we have a, a really
1: fun, like, good crew of people to make it like a good time. I, um, I love swimming in a pool. I cannot. Let me plug my motion. computer in.
2: One second. Oh, sorry. Well, my computer's about to die. What? Ooh. My oh. die. Sorry. I'm sure. professional.
1: It's okay. By the way, this house is really something. Very impressive. See you it
2: It's nice.
1: i enjoy it. There we go. It's a good place oh, to come yeah. back to and be bored. Yeah, there we go. Wow. I, um, I'm terrified of swimming in the ocean. Really? I'm terrified of it. I cannot get above my waist in the ocean. I start physically shaking. I don't know what happened to me as a kid. I don't know a thing. But I love Makes swimming sense. in pools. I'm okay. a fine swimmer for a fat guy. I just get terrified in the ocean. Something happened. It's the vastness. I won't go out in the Pacific Ocean. It scares the hell out of me.
2: I just, and there's, you don't know what's below you. You know, it's like you can swim around and you don't really know what's going on. But <clears throat> the way I look at it, it's like, If I die swimming in the ocean, like I think it was my time. Cause like what are the chances? Like what are the chances of me die like something happening? Like, is a shark really gonna bite me? Like I think surfing and stuff, like in the off seasons and like especially in Malibu, like Point Dune, they have those little like those little like non-aggressive reef sharks that can like go and like touch your feet when you're hanging off your. So it's like, I don't know, I feel like that was scary. And then now that I'm like, I can do that. That's fine. And like now I don't really fear, I think they're more afraid of you than you are of them like if you're especially if you're swimming or paddling like they're not gonna unless you're in the middle of the ocean by yourself i don't think like that
1: shallow water there's really much going on below you you're trying to convince me that a shark is more afraid of chris rose flailing his arms than i am of him taking his freaking tooth that is this size and inserting it into my scapula I guess it
2: depends on the shark. Maybe <laughs> like, I, like all the type of shark, the personality of the shark. There's a lot of things here that you got to take into consideration. So I don't know, but I, it's not really something I think about. Like I really enjoy going in the ocean, especially the Pacific Ocean because it's freezing. And if you, especially like when I'd go see my brother in Santa Barbara, the gym was like a couple blocks away from the ocean. So I'd get this crazy hard workout in. I'd be like, I'm tired, sore, and then something about like going to the ocean and jumping in the cold, salty water, like. I don't know what it is but there's magic in that and like cold water it's like shocks your body it's crazy before a workout if i don't want to work out run to the beach jump in the ocean get cold and then like it just it's like a it just makes you feel good i don't know what it is but i've always just kind of i guess done it since i was little when we would go to the beach and then in the off seasons to where it's like the risk reward is there for me
1: like the way i feel jumping in the water every day it's worth it, even if I get eaten by a shark. When you're done with this, you're going to do a triathlon, aren't you? I don't know
2: if that's what I... Uh, I like cardio and stuff, but like maybe not like a whole day's worth. <laughs> I think it'd be cool for the challenge, but running and... Sw- I think swimming would be cool. Biking would be cool. Running sucks. Like I run and stuff, but I don't want to run... T- how long is the triathlon running?
1: Like 12 miles? Uh, I, thought it was, I thought they ran a, a marathon on top of the bike. Oh. If it's a full marathon... It's 26.2 miles.
2: I'm more of a like, go, go fast, work hard, get it done in an hour, feel really good type of guy. Like the, the whole, do it for a long, long, long time is kind of, it feels good, but like, I don't, I don't know if that's really what I get like all jazzed up for. So you
1: could be probably like a five minute miler, couldn't you? Mm, I don't know. That's a, that's a hard,
2: well, five minutes. One of my, I don't know. I think the fastest I've ever run, I don't know if I've timed it. I don't know. I can run four laps pretty quick, but I don't know if I
1: can say a five-minute. I haven't, like, done a time on it. Maybe My oldest brother was a marathoner. <clears throat> wow. And he ran the New York City Marathon, like, 10 times, including one time he clocked in at 2.59. 2.50? Yeah. That's, like, wow. 50 minutes after the winner. That's crazy.
2: Right? That's nuts. I, was like, I don't get yeah. That's And what do you feel like after that? I bet the reward you get after that, though, like, one like accomplishing it, but two, like the endorphins going through your brain of like how exhausted you are. And does he
1: go after and get like a big breakfast and just like shotgun a bunch of beers or is he like, I got to recover? Like I I doubt at that point he was shotgunning all those beers, but you never know. He is, he was a child of the uh, sixties and seventies. So God knows what putting in his body. Um, Yeah. And then my other brother named Pete Rose, of course, Mm -hmm. decided to do a fundraiser. He's not a runner at all, but he did it. He ended up doing a marathon and I was there. I, I will tell you this, it was like the most emotional I've ever been. I, to see him coming across the finish line. That's cool. I, because he's not he and I are not good athletes. Our oldest brother was a good athlete. But to see him accomplish something and to do it for as a fundraiser, I was like yeah. eerie-eyed and so That's proud cool. of him. I walked him, you know, I walked with him like the rest of the way. they you know they tell you don't slow down you got to keep walking after the yeah 26.2 but it was really cool so i'm the only yeah. rose brother that didn't run a marathon
2: there's still lots of time
1: you might do not it one for day. this body there's not you don't know that you i don't do. know
2: no how old are you I do. I do how old are you how old are you again 51 that's not old you could run a marathon.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if you were to cut me open and look at everything in there, like, <laughs> how old is this guy, 76? <laughs> like, no, he's 51. Oh, my god! If <laughs> well, so to... you
2: run a marathon, they might look and be like, well, he's this
1: is a I nice Seriously, I think they'll might, they might take out some of my organs and put them in the dishwasher, <laughs> clean them up, and we'll see if we can really get this thing back to health. Um, let's see here. On the wheel of moderately interesting things. You already answered one today, so I hope you don't land there. The small, well, you did this last time, dang it, I gotta change did I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was, what's your, um, what's the cover of your iPhone? You were like, it's black. It's
2: black. It's still black, too. Black. Ugh, I was like, what no do you one. mean it's
1: black? And all the people who sided with you, it was shocking in the chat afterwards. Did they? They were all I'm like, bad hey, at. I'm, I'm bad at reading comments, dude. I gotta get better at it. I'm bad
2: at like following after and hey, doing
1: things. If you wanna- Pat yourself on the back. You'll read all your comments in the YouTube channel afterwards. got they they can't get enough of you. So That's I'll give kind. you a I'll give you a choice. Either uh, visitors section. Ooh, opening wage. We haven't done that one. I'd love to know mm-hmm. this. Can we do opening wage?
2: Run it. I don't even know what that is. Let's do it.
1: What was your first
2: job? <laughs> Baseball. Nah, I mean I would go help my dad at the shop sometimes. I would like go sand wood and, and stuff. He had a hardwood flooring like manufacturing installation. Did a lot of hardwood flooring stuff, Acorn and aged Timber. It's no longer; they're not doing it anymore. They're in Arizona now. Um, but I'd go and sand wood and do that stuff and use the little, little, the little wood curler, and that was always a satisfying time. But I never had like a. I was always just baseball in school and lessons and like, thank God for my parents. Like I literally didn't have a job. I just like tried to be as good as I could at
1: baseball and like scraped by in school. <laughs> That's what, that's what it was all about. Did he, so, did he pay you or was that just part of your no. allowance? It probably my
2: allowance. Like I would just go and do it. Like it was fun too. And I would always bring my skateboard, me and my, and like, cause my dad, it was like a big warehouse they leased. And so there was like all these like ramps and hills and stuff And it. And like, I'm related to the guy, so I'm not going to like sue him. So like we would be able to go and like on a Sunday, he'd go in there and like finish up projects and me and Dayton and like my brother, and he'd bring a friend and we would just go skate all day long at his warehouse. And it was like Tony Hawk, like it, it was just so cool. There's so many things to do. And it was in like Pasadena, and there's a lot of good skate spots around there and like LA, especially. And so we would just like go skateboard and do all that stuff. Thank God I didn't get hurt. Solid. Yeah.
1: Good. You want to know my, my first job was? I do want to know your first job. Paper out. What a snot-nosed kid I was. My God. I was a ball boy for the Cleveland Browns.
2: That is pretty sick. How do you get a job like that? Did you just like hang uh, out? And
1: My dad was uh, good friends with the owner uh, at the time, Art Modell. When oh, yeah. You say that name in Cleveland, it's over, because he ended up moving the team to Baltimore. Oh, but my. he was like, you know, he knew me ever since I was a little kid. My dad was a big-time business guy in Cleveland. They became friendly. And so I was a ball boy at their training camp. Starting in the summer of '88, so in between my uh, junior and senior year in high school, ended up meeting my first girlfriend out there and everything. This wow, was a, no. <clears throat> that's a sick job. Oh, and th- this is when the Browns were the shit. I mean, they yeah. they won five division titles in the '80s. They were the team. They were competing for the Super Bowl every year. And here I was with my childhood team, and you know, that's I, cool. I, it was so good, so much fun. That's oh, awesome. God. So. That wasn't bad.
2: Would you ever do it again?
1: (laughs) What if they asked you to do it now? Would you do it? I I would for a couple days. (laughs) I used to have to uh, throw the ball to the referees. God, this is an amazing story. So this is like the New York Giants were great, right? They had Phil Sims, They had Lawrence Taylor, right? The greatest defensive player I've ever seen. We're playing them in our first preseason game. And one of our jobs as a ball boy is to be over in the sidelines and just throw the ball to the referee. So I was the youngest ball boy on staff. And one of the veteran guys, he comes over to me, he says, before the game, whatever you do, don't let the guys play with the balls before the game starts. They're gonna want to take it from you. Don't let them. I was like, okay, okay. So game's like five minutes from starting. Phil Sims comes over and the quarterback and he rips the ball out of my hands. He starts throwing it. The other guy runs down and he gets in Phil Sims's face and he goes, What the fuck are you doing? He goes, You know you're not supposed to take the ball from him. And he takes it back and he gives it to me. And I'm sitting here like, Oh shit. He is yelling at a Super Bowl MVP, a guy who's been in the league for 10 years, and Phil Simms. And Phil Simms like, fuck you. You know you're not – I can go throw the ball if I want to. And they're shouting at each other in front of me. I'm
2: like, Why did they not want him to take the ball? They weren't
1: allowed to take the balls and warm up with him at the time. I don't know why. It was like league rule or was it like – It was some stupid rule. that They had an effect, and he wasn't supposed to do it. And they are yelling at each other. And then afterward, Phil Sims came over and apologized. Whoa. And he apologized to the other guy and he apologized to me. He's like, you know what? I know I'm not supposed to. I just wanted to throw it and see how it felt and all that stuff. That's I cool. Like, I was like, that's nice. What a guy.
2: Look at them. Admit him. i him. a wrong. heart attack. This, the yeah, New that's York. crazy. Oh, especially my. when you're a kid. That's like when, when a grown-up's yell, especially Super Bowl winning grown-ups. You're like, I'm out. Like, I don't like this. I know. I was like, here, Mr. Sims. <laughs> yeah, like, take it. I don't want to do this. <laughs>
1: This is a great one That was good all right um so enjoy your time uh fishing and boating we're gonna get you a hat you better wear it and better send a photo it's gonna happen I'm gonna do it I'll go out there it's gonna it's gonna be good I'll send it to you keep progressing with your rehab and who knows maybe by the next time we talk to you you'll be at um on the mound
2: hopefully right yeah I mean that's the plan I'm still shooting for maybe come back this season, but we'll see. Who knows? Just got to take it a day at a time, a week at a
1: time, and then we'll we'll figure it out. I feel good about it.
2: Just that's good. I'm glad you favor. feel good about
1: it. <laughs> Can you just text me and just when it's if it's gonna happen this year, just a little word? Shoot you a little something, something I'm I'm back.
2: Yeah, there all right, yeah, sure.
1: Sure. We'll see. I don't want to get everyone's hopes up. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I I, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I know you don't. But all I'm saying is that if it happens, and we're not putting any pressure on you because we'd all love to see you get in there for a raise, playoff run, I think Mm -hmm. it'd be awesome. Just all I'm saying is if it happens, can you let me know? I sure will. I will text you. Yeah. It's going to happen. If it happens, it's going to happen. Tell your parents to have a good, safe trip overseas. I think it'll be great. Yeah. Tell them to send you lots of photos. Tell Ted and Carly I say hello. You know, if they ever make it down to the Los Angeles area. Or my wife and I just might get up there, even if you're not there.
2: Yeah, do it. Go take take the wife up to uh, go to wine country on the way there. Stop by and have some dinner or something. I love <clears> it. <throat>
1: I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Do it. Uh, shout out to our producer extraordinaire, the one and only Robbie Scirocco for Tyler Glass now, who's still working on his oh, hair man. and changing it up every day. I am Chris Rose. <laughs> we will see you next time on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.